everyone welcome back to the think movie show my name is francisco lopez and i am joined with brian prado yeah and it's just us two today um and we're just gonna be talking about random shit um i know we posted that wonder woman one and we were like oh we're gonna start posting a lot more again and then like we waited like a month afterwards to or at least like three weeks. I'm yeah. Assuming, right. Yeah. Three weeks. So again, we apologize. It's on our part, uh, but we're excited. You know, we love talking about this shit. So, um, yeah, I think just you know for this week, uh, we decided to keep it chill and just free flowing. Um, kind of no structure. Maybe we might do this more often. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I feel like uh, a conversation between me and you is like the best way to just you know, kickstart us back into this rhythm. Yeah, you know I, I agree. And, um, yeah, like, I, I feel like we should talk about music um, this week because, you know, it is the movie, I mean, the, the show is called Think Movie, but, you know, we like talking about music too, and usually we save that for the end, and I feel like we should just start off with, with music. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Um, sad news. Uh, with yes. Sophie, uh, we're going to talk about, just like, um, we're going to talk about MF Doom passing away, one of my favorite artists. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're going to start off a little bit sad, but we'll pick up, we'll pick up, trust me. I think this is important yeah. to talk about, though. This is very important to talk about. Yeah, especially, you know, with everything that's going on with, with COVID and, with, you know, 2020 being the chaotic year that it was. I feel like we kind of do need to have like a little recap, especially in the world of music, because we uh, didn't really uh, hit on that that much last year. So I feel like this is a good conversation to have. Yeah, I agree. I know the what's that artist that recently passed away? Today? Yeah. This oh yeah, artist. Sophie passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks. I only know that one song, the Ocean song, or what's it called? I forgot what it's called. It's called, um, the ocean song. What's it called? Oh, yeah. Sophie's great, man. Oh, it, is it cold in the water? Yeah. Um, that's so sad, man. She was so young. Dude, she's a fucking amazing producer. It's like insane. Like, I've heard, yeah, dude. She was. No, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things, like, on social media. Like, and you it's want all, some, it's like, experimental, like, ex- electronic music, dude. Like, that's fucking pushing just like just pushing pop music and electronic music just forward dude it's fucking insane yeah like her music I mean, it always yeah. so out there it's so futuristic the thing that really um i know it irks a lot of people whenever like if an artist dies um in any art form and then people start listening to them afterwards um, what really kind of irks me is when people are like, oh, why didn't you listen to them when you were alive? Or you didn't appreciate them when you were alive? No, it's not, like, oh. dude. I envy people who get to like, start yeah. listening to them. I think it's the dopest shit. Like, people get to discover new artists now. and yeah, People like, that say that are kind of lame. <laughs> I guess it's like gatekeeping in a way. Where it is it's, gatekeeping. Uh, where it's it's... Like, oh, I listened to them before they pass away. That's kind of more fucked up on your part if you're bringing up the fact that you've listened to them before they passed away. It's like, people are just fighting out about this artist. Like, you should rejoice. You know? 
Um, yeah, no, it's so sad. I hate when I hate when stuff like this happens, especially to um, like such talented people. I mean, it shouldn't happen to anyone, but but still, man, it just it kind of hurts. But I mean, she obviously had a lot of fans, and the community loves her. So, um, yeah, I, I use mean, a lot yeah, of her like. She had this really crazy drum kit and like just whole music kit full of sounds that I use sometimes. I think I used yeah. like a snare on Head Rush from one of her really? kits. Yeah, I think it was Head Rush. I think it was Head Rush. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the best thing when you can take inspiration from people, whoever it is, and. That just shows you the amount of impact, even if it's just like, like you said, a snare that you got from it. And it's like, damn, I got that from her. And like now she's like affected you by making head rush or, you know, that's just like, that's so powerful to me, at least to me. Yeah, dude, but, she's dope. She's dope as fuck. Yeah. I was going to ask you, have you been keeping up with WandaVision? I haven't. Oh, dude, you should, bro. I know. I People keep telling me. I heard it's um, great. I don't want to hype it up too much. But it's really fucking good. Like, really good. Um, To me, if it, if the show keeps on going the way it's going, I might just have to call it my favorite Marvel thing to ever release. Damn. Yeah. And I, I know not a lot of people... Okay, another thing that I wanted to talk about. Because have you seen? Do you know what it's about, kind of, or no? Uh, no, actually, really, like from the trailers, they didn't really give you a clue on what's it about. Oh, so you've seen the trailer? What What does it show in the trailer? Because I haven't seen it. The trailer. It's weird. It's like a like sitcommy. It looks like a. It's gonna okay. be like a sitcom. Like they're like a happy family, but like have superpowers. Okay, I got you. Um, then I'm just gonna say this because there's a lot of people who d- don't like that because it's different from what Marvel has done in the past. Like, they're more interested in, oh, I want to see action and I want to see, you know, kind of the basic Marvel formula, which, you know, it's it's been successful, so I'm not doubting why they don't, why they do it. But it's like, what really kind of irks me is uh, when people see something different and then they're like, oh, this sucks because it's not like my favorite Marvel movie. And I've seen a lot of people who or not even a lot of people. The, I think the creator had to apologize because it was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry that it's not like the like the rest of the Marvel universe." I did see or that. I, I did see. Yeah, that. and I was like, I was like, "God damn, you made this, you made this dude apologize for creating something that he wanted to create." It's like, man, dude, that shit sucks. Like, I can't even imagine what he's feeling when it's like, I can't wait for people to enjoy something new and something different, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, this isn't what I want." And he's like, fuck. I have to apologize publicly. But he was like, um, I, th- I forgot what he said, but he's like, no, don't worry. Like, even fans of all the other Marvel movies will be, you know, happy by the very end of the whole show. But it's like, damn, why does he have to even come out publicly and say something like that? Yeah. That's just trash uh, as fuck. Yeah. Kind of just like leaves a bad taste in my mouth a little bit, but. It is what it is. Um, what else? What else can we talk about? Um, this is kind of random, but have you uh, seen the... Oh, shit. 
Sorry, the dogs just scared the shit out of me. Hold on. I'm gonna wait till they die down. Um Have you you know like Miley Cyrus is doing like all those covers and shit? Yeah. Of, like yeah. famous songs. Um have you been a fan of those or no? I saw the recent one where she did one of Mazzy Star, I think one of her songs. Yeah. That's the one I wanted to talk about because I that's like one of my favorite songs of all time. Um the the uh fade into you yeah that's one of my favorite songs of all time and like i was like oh no because i like miley's voice i really do i like it she's one of my favorite voices and i like her covers but to be honest i I just see them all the time on my timeline and i'm like okay i get it but i really liked her cover of the mazzy star song and uh i don't know i just wanted to see if you like heard it or anything I didn't hear all of it. I like watched two seconds of it. I was like, "Oh, that's Mazzy Star." Yeah, and I just stopped watching. I don't know. I didn't really listen to the whole thing. Yeah, she does her own thing. I mean, it's like the Miley thing. Uh, she goes like really high and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Okay. I just really enjoyed it more than the other covers. So it's like, um, what other covers has she done? I know she did um, "Heart of Glass." Um, what else did she do? She did, she did Heart of Glass. She did one more that people were like going crazy for. Um, let me see. Let me see. Cyrus covers. Well, every time I search it up, it's the first thing that pops is the Mazzy Star one. Well, she's been doing a bunch, but I mean, those are the only two I can remember right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what music are you listening to? Any anything new? Uh, uh let's see. Let's look at Apple Music. Or better, or better, or better yet, I should say, have you done like a top, like a list of like your favorite albums or favorite songs of the from year? From this year? From last year? Yeah. From last year. Dude, no. I have no. not listened to any new music. Hmm. It was such a weird year for me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it is difficult. I consume music up. such in like a way where it's like, if, if I'm in my room, I'd rather have like a, a like, and I'm on my computer doing work, I'd rather have like a, like a Twitch stream up or like a YouTube video up mm-hmm. or like me making my own music than like, I can't, like sit down and like pay attention to something and listen to music. I have to be yeah. in like my car or like on campus or something. Just like you know what I'm saying? Just doing something else. So yeah. this year, the year that we're all fucking inside <laughs> I really just did not get a chance to listen to any new music. Except mainly for uh Phoebe Bridgers. Bridgers Oh else? yeah, oh yeah. I remember you said you finished that. Yeah. You enjoyed it, right? Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, I, I love that album. Gives me my feels. But, not it's weird because a lot of artists are passing away. Oh, like, yeah, dude, it's so sad. Like, Sophie just passed away today. Uh, this artist, he's like an underground SoundCloud artist who, like, a lot of other, like, rappers that I like, like, look up to him. 
His name was Six Dogs. He passed away like a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I just saw that with Six Dog. He's like a uh, from what? Talis or I don't know where. Or is he from. in Texas? Oh, did Craig just leave? He did just. Are you still recording? Oh, he messaged me. Oh, I've shit. been unexpectedly disconnected. Okay, thanks. Oh, we're still recording on OBS, though, right? Yeah. Okay, I guess we can just keep going then. But, like him, so I've been listening to a lot of his music recently, and like MF Doom. MF Doom was like MF the Doom. big one. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Hearing about that shit, man, like had me crushed. Because. I mean, you did. Yeah. Doom, like, I started listening to him the same time I got into like Odd Future. Odd Future, they like they love Doom. Like a lot of their early music, covers, oh yeah, cover songs from like him, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of like his early beats, and like when I was like thirteen or fourteen, like I remember hearing like one of his first albums, like Operation Doomsday, and there's a song on there called Gas Straws, and he uploads like all of his beats to like <clears throat> streaming. Like, you can find all his beats everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember seeing the Gastrol's beat, dude. And, like, it's kind of cringe, but, because I don't rap, but, like, I was, like, 13. I wrote, like, my first, like, rap to, like, one of those What was the song again? Gastrol's. Okay. And. Oh, I see, I see, I see. One of my first, like, that's, like, the time I really wanted to start, like, getting into music. It was because of Doom. Damn, man. Yeah, and like, dude, his... I can't even imagine, dude. His, like, discography is so good. Like, Operation Doomsday, Mad Villainy is, like, regarded as one of the best hip-hop records ever. Oh, yeah. It's like, ever. Everyone of, talks about... Everyone talks about dude, he's just, Mad like, Villainy, dude. an insane fucking, like, wordsmith, dude. He's nuts. Yeah. And the and, like, Mad Lib beats are fucked. Like insane. So to me, I don't yeah, know. He's yeah. like a G. Yeah. And like, whenever I found out about like him passing away, wasn't it? I think like two weeks later, where they announced that he had passed away in October. He passed away of, October thirty first on Halloween. October thirty first, and then like he had, they had a whole month where the family could just grieve. It was two months, dude. It was they two months. His okay, death December thirty first, okay. dude. Okay, the, right yeah, before the new year. It, it's so weird because like the way he, we don't know how he died, and I'm not gonna try to speculate how he died, but like yeah, yeah. For him to like pass away, and like his family just like keep it a secret for a whole two months, and it be on Halloween is so like. So weird, dude. Because that's Doom. Like Doom. <laughs> that's so MF Doom, man. Doom is so because. Doom would, like, I wouldn't say, he would steal from his fans, but he would do this thing where he would say he's going to do this live show and just not show up. It would be an <laughs> imposter, because he would wear a mask. And it would oh, be an yeah, imposter right, wearing yeah. a mask and rapping, and people would boo, dude. Damn. I don't know, he's, like, he's, trolling. He, he's the, he's the villain of hip-hop, that's what he called himself, and, like. Bro, like, he's that's right. So, he's that's the, such he's a fucking, G shit to do, man. He's the supervillain, bro. Like, you don't fucking know what he's gonna do. That's what I loved yeah. about him. Like, 
It is like full mystique, like all just all rhymes. All yeah, rhymes. he's all about the work. Yeah, it's all about the work, man. Doom is fucking amazing, and when he passed, I just was from even today. I just listen, been just listen to all of his music, and he's so good. Like that dude is and, insane. Yeah, especially yeah, especially if he's had a connection to you, like you said, it was because of him you started making beats. It was because of him that you started, you know, along this path. Um, it sucks whenever. I mean, I guess that's just like growing up, seeing like people you love and people you idolize like die or fucking fall out. That, it was and such a big shock because everyone it was, found was, out yeah. like literally on the same time. It's like MF Doom has passed away and he passed away in October. And then everyone on Twitter and it was New Year's. So people were celebrating New Year's too. And it was like, just like my whole timeline was shocked. Like you can just feel it. It was like, yeah. what the fuck? No way, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it's still like, doesn't feel real to me. It's pretty fresh. Yeah, it yeah. still doesn't feel real. It's still like, the same level as like Mac Miller passing away. It's like crazy. Oh, dude. Yeah, no. Like, talk about, whenever, he uh, dropped good news, or whenever they dropped good news, like his uh, his team, right? Yeah. Um, like listening to good news was, I don't know, man. It's 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 one of those things where you hear or you just experience a piece of art. Yeah. And you take in what what is happening or what has happened. And the experience that you get from just listening to good news is something that I don't think that I don't think I'm ever gonna forget because I was a Mac Miller fan in the sense that oh I knew his hits I didn't really I didn't listen to all of his albums like I was I listened to some but it's not like I was obsessed with Mac Miller like my girl like Savvy was obsessed or is obsessed with Mac Miller and right. so she took it really really hard. And, um, and just, I was, I was just shocked. I was like, holy shit, like Mac. And, uh, I just loved his antics. Like, I loved the way he was. I love his personality. Um, like back then, like I would listen to Donald Trump, like when I was like in middle school and just fucking jam out to Mac, listening to loud and shit. Like just the, the hits when I was little, like Mac was something that, I was like, oh, this this is a cool motherfucker. Like, this was, this, this is the guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, listening to Good News, man, it was something that I didn't cry because usually I would cry to things I like did. that. But I felt so emotionally moved. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 was, it was one of those moments where I didn't feel sadness. I felt moved by what I was listening to and just taking it, taking it all in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that album, the whole album, man, is shit, dude. It's, 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 it's a trip listening to all. Yeah. Shit like that just doesn't feel real. Even for a while. Yeah. Like even with the Sophie yeah. shit, doesn't feel real. No, like, yeah, dude. Like, it's, yeah, dude. Like, especially yeah. for me with Kobe. Like, yeah. To like, me, Kobe was the one that really got me like that. He is my idol. Like he is, was the one that got me into basketball. 
he he was the one that basically got me into film, which is weird to say, but he is the one, dude. I have a Kobe poster right now. I was literally debating on whether getting a, a Kobe tattoo. Like, do it. He was the dude. He was the dude, man. And like, I felt so sad, but when I heard that Gigi, like his daughter, and a bunch of people were in there, like that shit broke my heart. And so, I understand when like Sophie and Mac Miller and MF Doom, like Chadwick Boseman, and like just people like these, like that pass away, and you know, people feeling it. It's like I understand. Like I understand why uh, people feel the way they feel because it's like it's so surreal. You idolize these people, um, and so. Yeah, man, it's just, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, especially it's, last it's, year with with twenty twenty. It yeah, was like everywhere. Yeah, dude, it was everywhere. And so yeah, yeah, man, it's a lot of respect you have for them, and then you're like, "Fuck, those people are sick." And then it's just like, <laughs> yeah. what? They're gone. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it just gets taken away from me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, their art is always there. Sure, everything is. Everything is always there, so you, you'll never forget. Yeah, and that's the like the power of creating art. It's always gonna be there, but yeah, man. Like, I, I when whenever MF Doom, even though I was, I'm not like the biggest fan of MF Doom. As in, not that I like MF Doom, but I'm not like one of those like obsessed with him like a lot of people. But it's like I understand. Like I totally understand why people feel that way. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, we went down like a like a sad tangent, but it's like <laughs> I think it's I think it's necessary to have this, dude. It's so necessary. Yeah. Um. I mean, what else is going on? Uh. What else is going on? Mm. Let's see. I was in fact I was gonna say something about news that's going on, but I literally forgot. Literally gone and blank. Um, yeah, what news really well, I mean, happened? Well, I mean, we could talk about the thing that's going on with GameStop and and like Nokia and stuff like that, but I mean, Gosh. I'm not qualified to talk about. Yo, stocks. me either. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, now, brother. Yeah, so I'm only like uh, enjoying the aftermath that's going on. Well, not even the aftermath. Not enjoying. I'm just in. Enjoying learning about stuff. I may or may not have put money in Dogecoin. Oh, what is so? What is Dogecoin? Like, is that? It's it's a fucking meme, dude. Like Doge, the dog, you know, like the silly dog picture. Mm -hmm. They just made that into a cryptocurrency, like a few years ago, and people just started putting their money in there. And I saw it was going up. I'm like, fuck it. I put like you thirty dollars into it. Yeah. Mom, have you made a profit? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You've like gone down or what? Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've gone down. Yeah. I mean, at least it's thirty bucks. Yeah, it's thirty. Yeah. I I can't even imagine people put like life saving. It's like I understand if you know what you're talking about, but like if someone if someone were to tell me, oh, this is an absolute win. Like if you put money in it, you will earn. So much money. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't trust myself because I don't know what I'm, what I'm talking about or doing in terms of stocks or trading or anything like that. So it's like, yeah, I'm just not gonna risk it, even if it's like an absolute win if I do it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. 
Um, I did. I did remember what I wanted to talk about. It was more of a rant. Um, there was this tweet. It was uh, five days ago. Um, uh, at movies and cats. Uh, she's really dope. I follow her on Twitter. Um, but uh, this thing came out where people were talking shit about Nolan and and Villeneuve, right? And mm-hmm. they were talking about how they were emotionless filmmakers. I saw that on your time. Oh, like on my yeah. time, but I saw you reacting to it, you know? Yeah. And I thought it was the most bullshit thing I've ever heard. Um, this is what I wrote. I wrote, calling Villeneuve's filmmaking, just focusing on Villeneuve because he's my favorite director. Um, calling Villeneuve's filmmaking emotionless like, has to be the biggest indicator that you don't know what the word emotion means. Because, to me, when people call him emotionless as a filmmaker, it's like, I don't even think you watch any of the movies that he makes. Or you think emotion is just crying. It's like, it's just so confusing to me. It's like the, it's like the moon to me, where people are just like, oh yeah, He's so emotionless. Oh, have you seen Arrival? Have you seen the ending of Blade Runner 2049? Like, have you seen, uh, like any of his discography? Have you seen Incendies? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what you thought about it, but I don't know. I, I, I tend to think you'd agree. <laughs> Honestly, bro, nowadays on Twitter, on any social media platform, even on the streets, bro, anywhere you go. People are just trolling, I think. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, it could be. on Twitter, I just tend just to not, like... I feel like people are lying all the time. And <laughs> they're just they're just doing it to cause shit? Yes. Yes, they're chaos. Like, I, I believe it. Twitter's no a toxic place. People actually believe that. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. Even Nolan, my critiques of Nolan, right? Even I do. But it's like, dude, like, I cried so much, and I was so moved by Interstellar. Like, I was moved by Dunkirk. Like, I was, I was moved by The Dark Knight. It's like, I, I don't understand what people mean by emotionless. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I don't understand what the word means now. Right. Like, I'm, it's like, am I, am I thinking of the same word that y'all are? It's like, damn, I don't even know. But, um, I guess I just wanted to bring it up because I thought it was just, like, fucking absurd that i heard that no it's it's an interesting topic because if you had to pick like what is an emotionless movie yeah like what do you the only reason to me i guess if someone were to say he's an if someone is an emotionless filmmaker that means that to me when i'm watching it i can feel that the filmmaker has no emotional connection to the characters to um they don't understand what they're how their character should react or the story that they're telling isn't really connecting with with the editing with the pacing that they have no control over the film what what movie do you think like that you've seen falls under that category oh joker okay that's That's an emotionless movie because to me when when i when i think about joker i think about Someone who is trying to uh, cause emotion in you, trying to 
to make you feel a certain way, you know, in terms of narrative, in terms of, oh, uh, these people are the poor people and they want to fight the rich people, but you really have no substance to it or you really have no control over that. Then to me, then that is emotionless. Then you're just, you're trying to convey emotion, but you're not succeeding. At least to me, I mean, you know me, like I, I, I do not like Joker. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think the biggest indicator is that there is no emotion. He tries to make me feel a certain way with, with, with Joker. And it's not sliding for me because I don't think that film is, um, handled efficiently and or efficiently enough to make me feel emotion. Right. It's like, uh, it's like dull. I don't know. Do do you have a movie that you would think that would be emotionless? I would say I have the same feelings about Joker, just because it's trying mm-hmm. to be more of a spectacle than it is like, yeah, an actual movie. You know what I'm? You know what I mean, right? Like, yeah, I got you. It's trying to. It's trying to, like I think Joey would would say this all the time. It's trying to say so much with with executing so little you know what i mean right with like um i don't know if you remember that dude where he's like it was like during the oscar season when when parasite won and he was like i think we talked about him on the show where he's like oh i i, I can't believe y'all chose parasite because y'all wanted to be woke and y'all missed out on the movie that actually talked about class and everything referring to joker right uh yeah it's like Bro- to me parasite <sighs> The movie is that the most emotional. Yes, exactly. And Joker, if you want like an an emotion, uh, like a more impactful movie that has emotion, that is Joker. It would be Taxi Driver, right? Ta- oh, a hundred and ten percent. Right, one hundred and ten percent. Because what Taxi Driver is trying to say is so much more profound. It's so much more controlled by. There's emotion behind the character. It's like. Yes. It's just there. Yeah. It's a living and breathing. It's fucking raw. It's in your face. You really don't know what's going through this dude's mind. He's fucked up. He's fucked up. The city of New York is also fucked up. There is dirty. Dude, yeah. Dirty. Way more connection there. The fact that this guy just saw a joke. I mean, but here's the thing that's his opinion. And true, he might true. be the one Fair. saying that Villeneuve and um, yeah. Nolan <laughs> yeah. just don't have any emotion in their movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you did like Joker, you probably like Dark Knight. So yeah, so it's like yeah, I understand too when people criticize Nolan because I for sure have criticisms of Nolan, like in yeah, terms same. of understanding character and exposition, like the way he handles certain things. But you can't deny the man's talent and he has films that obviously show how much control and how much emotional control he has over the characters and over the audience so it's like i'm not gonna say that he's an emotionless filmmaker because that would be an absolute lie you know and uh with the yeah dude it's just i found it so weird i'm like thinking about every single movie that i've seen from villanueva and Nolan, it's like you chose those two guys right. to represent emotionless filmmaking. It's like, all right, I guess. Um, now, sometimes, like there are films that are 
literally just studio films that it follows a, a formula or it's been messed around with, like Suicide Squad. Uh, it's trying to be emotionally, or it's trying to be emotional, but it's only, it only goes so far because it's been messed with so much, so you don't really feel the emotions, so I really blame the filmmaker, you know what I'm saying? I right. blame more the interference of that, so I don't even think, because David Ayer is an emotional filmmaker, uh, have you seen Fury, uh, End of Watch, he understands it, um, but yeah, man, it's like, I don't know. It's it, it's fishy because you're right. It is it's too fishy to the point where it's like, okay, this might be a troll. This might be someone who maybe just doesn't like Villeneuve and is like, I think he's emotionless. It's like, or or maybe I just didn't feel anything. It's like, well, hey, that's your opinion. Well, um, I guess we can bounce off this like some news because we haven't made like a. A big newsworthy podcast in a while. Like, did it, um, the next, the new movie get delayed again? Right? Or no? Am I wrong? Um, I know it's been moving a lot. So, it was supposed to come out this last Christmas. Right. And then it got moved to next December. So, like, this December. And then it got, uh, the HBO Max thing happened. So, it was going to release simultaneously. And then Denis was like, what the fuck? And so then they were like, okay, we're going to strictly make it theatrical. And then they moved it to October. And they're still going to do the simultaneous release. And so, like, I don't know what's going on with, with what are you, June. What now. are your predictions right now? As in when it's going to come out? or How do you think it's going to turn out? Oh. <sighs> I'm trying to lower my expectations for Dune. Right, yeah. Because I think I saw an interview. I've seen two or I've read two articles where Denis talks about the merger or not the merger, the, the, the acquisition of of HBO Max buying the the rights to it to release it simultaneously, whatever you want to call it, um, where he was mad about it. And also before all this happened, where the pandemic was happening, and he said that he wanted to reshoot some scenes but then, like, the pandemic happened, so he kind of had to halt that. I am 100% confident that Denis is going to deliver. I just don't want to, you know, think about Dune being the best film ever made. Because that's how it was a year ago. A year ago, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be the best movie ever made. Denis is going to... People are going to remember this film as, like, a monumental film in like history it's gonna make so much money blah 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 but now like the hype has died down and uh maybe that's a good now i'm just thing. trying to yeah i think i was gonna say maybe that's like something that's good for the public so when it does come out it's like oh hey this was good remember <laughs> remember we were talking about this last year and uh so i'm lowering my expectations yeah, here's what the, about you here's the thing for me like announcement for dune oh my god fuck yeah dude like give it to me now yeah as time kept going expectations kept getting higher and then i saw the trailer and i was it sounds so fucking stupid and like (laughs) it sounds so (laughs) well you didn't like it i just like ew that trailer sucked 
ew, I hate the movie now. It's just like, it didn't suck. The trailer didn't suck. I just wasn't impressed with it. That sounds so terrible to say. No, but no, no, no. It's I, the truth. I because, feel you. I feel you. But you know yeah. what? It's the truth for me because mm-hmm. I never watched a Denis movie trailer before. And I no, yeah. he's like my favorite director. I've always, yeah. except for 2049. 2049 is the only one where like. that's Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Where like you see a bunch of trailers, but. Sicario is like my favorite movie ever. I never saw a trailer for that movie. Yeah, dude. Like, right? Enemy. Like, I, I didn't enemy, know shit about yeah, it. All these movies, Prisoners. Like, I never saw a trailer for these oh, movies. Yeah. So, like, I didn't really give a fuck. Yeah. So now I'm just like, whatever, bro. Maybe it's just a trailer. So I've tried. Yeah, I wasn't to, a fan of the trailer. Yeah. I, I thought the trailer was just kind of. I don't know how here's to explain it, dude. It just here's the thing. Maybe because I don't like that rendition of the fucking. It's the fucking the. It's a Pink Floyd song, right? Yeah, it is. I think it's. Pink Floyd. Yeah, I I didn't like that song in that trailer whatsoever. I was like, yeah, this this shit this shit does not slap as in music wise. Visually, what I was seeing, I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking epic, right? Right. And. uh but yeah, no, like usually with, with trailers with Denis apart from Blade Runner 2049. Like I've never been someone was like, dude, I can't wait for this fucking because of the trailer. Like I've never been. I've never even with Arrival. I, don't, I really don't remember the trailer. Me neither. I think I saw like one of it. I Arrival think I saw was like a surprise. Yeah. Even though it was we a surprise were for very excited yeah. to watch it in theaters. <laughs> yeah, we were excited. Because we knew, because because of prisoners and Sicario and right, and I mean, like we were excited, like so because of that, and so I, I've only seen the trailer once for Dune, and I think that's an, that's good because I really don't remember too much about it, right? And um, and that's good. So I want to just kind of clear my head from it and go in there just zero expectation. I'm gonna see if I enjoy it. I'm not gonna be a dick writer, right? I'm not gonna be like, oh, everything he makes is fucking amazing. Because so far it has been that way, but it's like I want to be like a someone who I want to be honest with myself. You know, I don't want to lie to myself and and be like, "Oh, I love that movie so much." When it's like maybe you didn't, bro. It's like maybe you didn't. So I'm hyping myself down, right? Um, and I think I've been pretty good with that with with not watching trailers, <laughs> only watching the beginning of trailers. Like, uh, I've been getting used to doing that already. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look, am I going to be excited when it comes out? Fuck yeah. I want to be fucking, fucking so psyched. Like, whenever it comes out, hopefully I'll have the vaccine by then. I'm going to double mask it. I'm going to go to the movie theater and see this movie in IMAX. Yeah, like, I see. That's the thing. I really want to see it in IMAX. So, that's like, I, I'll wait for the vaccine. I haven't gone. Look, I went to the movie to see Tenet last summer, and it was empty. Like I saw it in an empty theater with 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 Savvy and IMAX. Great, but I haven't gone to the movie since since last summer. Right. And so, I haven't gone, even though I wanted to. And like people go all the time. It's like I I don't think I'm gonna go. I don't think I feel the need to go. You know, it's not safe out there. Whatever. And uh, but with Dune, like I always thought, oh, I'm definitely gonna watch this in theater. But with this pandemic going on, it's like. I don't know whenever it's going to go back to normal, you know, when I can just go to the theater and chill out, buy popcorn. I feel you. Laugh, like, you know, so it's like, 
If I do go, I'm going there on a mission. I'm double masking it with vaccine fully loaded in my system. And uh, just enjoying the movie and then getting out. <laughs> it's like then dipping. What do you feel but, or how do you feel about Denis making nothing but sci-fi movies now? Think about it. Arrival, 2049, Dune. Yeah, the last three. The, uh, he's gonna make, I'm pretty sure he's yeah. going to make another Dune movie after this. He has to, I think. Yeah, I, I think he has to because at first when it was uh, being made, well, to answer the, I'll answer the first part after this part. Um, the plan was to make two films. Right. And uh, they were going to see the rollout and the box office for, for Dune. And that's why I think he was so angry because he feels like he's he's missing out the chance to make the second one because it won't be as successfully, uh, it won't be uh, financially successful right? as it would have been. And so maybe I think that's why he's pissed at Warner Brothers because he wanted to make this into two parts. If he does, great. That's what I want, right? So we all want. I hope after this, he goes back to something small. And I think he is. I think I saw a report where he, him and Jake Gyllenhaal are working on a TV show or something. And it's like a crime thriller. Shit. And so I was like, great. Fuck yeah. Go back. Go back to, See, here's go the back thing. to that. I love. I fucking love Denis, dude. And yeah. I love his sci-fi movies. I love that he's gotten into sci-fi. It's fucking like one of his like. I've heard. I've like watched interviews with him talking about it. And he's like, he's like read a lot of Dune before. He's like very interested in the sci-fi world. But my yeah. favorites, bro, are like just the grounded, small movies. Because like, I'm not gonna say that's where he gets to shine because he fucking shines in all of his movies. Yeah, but there, it, it's a different feeling, I guess. No, oh, yeah, oh, yeah it's, sure. it's a way different feeling, and I think it's bigger. It's, there's more space in it. it there's it's way like, more space in it. And I think it'll, if people haven't seen Sakaar, if people haven't seen Prisoners, and they got introduced to Denis through 2049, which they probably have, 2049, yeah. um, Arrival, and now Dune, I really think he can just, like, I, I think this man's never going to stop making classics. Dude, I 100% agree with you. This, I don't think, I don't think he has a, the capability of doing it. Listen, guys, this is the Denis Fan Show this podcast, is... dude. Like, we just fucking keep talking about this guy, but like... Welcome back to the Villeneuve Hour, where we uh, just praise this dude. <laughs> I but fucking really, though, like, this man is so diverse. And yes. for the past, like, when did Arrival come out? Like, 2017? 20, 2016. 2016? Yeah. yeah, for the past four to five years, we've only really seen um, sci-fi movies from him. And some of my favorite movies are um, Sicario, Prisoners, like the more grounded um, mm -hmm. movies. Not necessarily sci-fi. But, yeah, I think that... I don't know, it might be not a while till we get something like that again. Mm -hmm. He's just in his sci-fi realm where he's just killing it there. And props oh, yeah. to him. Yeah, I'm but glad I want to see him come back like to something smaller. Yeah. No, the yeah. studios get fucked on a money, man. Dude, dude, and that's the thing because I think as a filmmaker, that's the dream, right? Like you start off making things 
you know, the small budget, the $20 million, the the $10 million, like the the low budget, small budget films. And you're like, man, dude, if I just had this money, I can make this. Or if I had like this, just this much more money or this much more time, I could do this. And with Denis, because I've seen the interview with, I forgot what movie it was, but he was like, yeah, I wasn't going to make Hollywood films, like, like American films. Like I wasn't a fan. And so whenever he made Prisoners and then he made Enemy and then like Sicario, like the studios were like respecting him and they're like, yeah, we'll give you money. And he was like, oh, then I want to do this. Then I want to do that. So he's like basically living the dream by making these huge sci-fi movies. And sometimes I get scared when directors live out their dreams for too long because then they it's hard for them to come down from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because... <sighs> You go from making Dune where it's like, oh my God, I'm assuming the budget was like 300 mil, like up there. And then to go down to a TV show where like the budget is like, you get 50 mil. And it's like, whoa, I couldn't, I can't do shit now. I was watching this interview with him and he was saying, this is the best like VFX, like video editing, like ever oh my god like <laughs> you can't tell me those things man i got I'm, I, that's what he said dude it's like oh god it, it's some of the best he said and he's like that's what he's really proud of so yeah here's the thing man i i don't want to sound like a like a dick writer with the new but i am so i don't give a fuck i want to ask you this question yeah is maybe you may take it seriously you may not but if Dune delivers, right? If Dune delivers and it's one of it's the best movie of the year, blah blah blah, everyone is great, but the movie itself is like amazing, like to the level of all of his other films, right? If it delivers hundred percent and then he makes a sequel or whatever, and it's just as good, is Villeneuve one of the best sci-fi directors ever. I think he's up there already. He, already, I think he's up there as well. I could have had like, like, but you got Stanley because he Stanley Kubrick because he made two thousand one, which is the the, the peak, sheesh. right? Because two thousand one is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Sheesh. And still, like, he's made like what sixties, and it looks like it was made today. So you got Kubrick up there. You have um like uh Ridley Scott with like Alien and like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Was he's probably at the top. Um, who else? Um, would Jurassic Park be sci-fi or like E.T. E.T. sci-fi. So Spielberg. I think Spielberg can be considered a sci-fi for sure. Yeah. So oh, cause yeah, cause of Close Encounters. Right. Yeah, so Spielberg's up there. Like, if Denis, his run from Arrival to Dune, those three movies, and if Dune delivers just the first one, I would put his name with those with those people. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Like, 100%. Like, it'd be dumb for you not to, right? Yeah, and then to even think about his whole filmography. Like, just just think about from... Asandi, like Incendies, right? Yep. Because you can think, you can look at Polytechnic, which is really good. Also really fucking good. 
Um, but you you know once you get to like incendies like Asundi, you you see the the next level. From Asundi to prisoners to enemy to Sicario to arrival to Blade Runner, and if Dune delivers to Dune. I that is like Spielberg level of that's like David Fincher Spielberg level of like consistency. I don't think anyone has like even even big filmmakers have a run, right? And then they start missing. These are like seven movies, six movies, and he hasn't fucking missed yet. I Maybe mean, I'm a dick rider. I don't know. I sound like a fucking dick rider right now. Uh, but I think we have a point. I think we have... Uh, I think we got to wait till Dune. You're right. Like, we got to wait till Dune. Yeah. Even I'm a little bit Dune... about it still. Yeah, me too. Because I don't know if I can say it yet. But if Dune delivers, man, like 2049, I don't know, man. It He can retire. And I don't want him to. His yeah. filmography... I know. I hope he does. Please do not. I really don't want him to to retire. No, 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 yeah. Ever. Keep making movies. But, like, dude, like, if he he makes Dune, right, and it's successful, and then he does this, like, thriller with Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's, like, Prisoners or Sicario, it's, like, when are we going to start admitting that this guy is, like, one of the best ever? I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe this is the American side of me where I'm just fucking invested in Hollywood and shit. Because in reality, we—I mean, I am. I, I'm not. I'm not someone who's like invested in French cinema, which I should be because I love French cinema, or like Korean cinema, like 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 uh, Bong Joon Ho. Like I consider him to be one of the greatest ever, right? Mm-hmm. Same with like all these people. Um. But there, there comes a point where you have to pick a favorite, and then you have to provide evidence why you think he's the best, right? That's a pretty, that's a, that's a pretty good track record. I don't know, I don't know about you, man. I don't, I don't know. Listen, we gotta see Dune. Gotta Dune see is such a high budget film that I think yeah. we can go either way. He, dude, he honestly, what I'm worried about is that he. I'm glad that he has this thing with Jake Gyllenhaal right now that's smaller. Because even if, if Dune fails, like if not, I don't think. Well, financially it might fail, but critically, if it is something where it's like, oh yeah, okay, well, this is his miss, right? Then that could fucking mess with directors because if they've received nothing but praise, and then a miss comes, and then they're like, well, I have to make something to the scale of Dune again to make up for it. It's like, nah, man, just go back to making a Sicario, please. Just go back to that. <sighs> but 2049 was so good. So it's like... Yeah. I don't fucking know, dude. Like, yeah. what I'm saying, because he has a big budget, I'm saying it could look silly. Like, I feel like this new movie could just be very... It silly. could look just like... He could go the route of enemy where it's so fucking confusing at least to me yeah i mean i love enemy but enemy where like audiences just don't fucking get it they don't connect to it they don't connect to it they and it just tanks yeah i mean 2049 tanked financially it did tank but 
people are stupid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, they are. I mean, look, if, if people are anything, they're dumb. They're stupid. So, um, Why wouldn't you want to go see the movie in theaters, bro? Like, the fuck? Yeah, and it's also... I don't know. I saw this thing where someone called it, like, uh, it's too artsy or something like that. I'm like, because it's... They're like, yeah, it's too slow. It's too artsy. It's too long. And look, I get it if you have the complaints about the runtime, whatever. But it, you know, not all movies are gonna be like, <laughs> like Transformers or, or like Marvel films. Sometimes you gotta venture out and like, see a film that's paced differently than your favorites. And some people are just aren't used to that. And that's why they don't connect to a lot of not just Denise stuff, but a lot of films in general. They just don't connect. I mean, yeah, man. I don't know. When should when should we just stop talking about the knee? Because I think we're we're like I can I can look speaking for me. I can talk forever about it. Yeah, I think this is a good convo about like the future. Until oh, yeah. we see Dune, we can just cut the convo until we see Dune. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Saying. Well, then if let let's just get rid of all of our Denis angst right now, um, because. We have till October when it's like nine months away. Yeah. Right? Nine months away. Maybe we live in a completely different world where it's like, oh no, we're going to re-release it in fucking 2022 or whatever. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe nine months from now we're going to be like, we're still waiting for Doom. Uh, who knows? Um, maybe it never comes out. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a... Maybe we're fucking dreaming this. Maybe Doom doesn't exist. Do not say that. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. When I when I heard Denis and Timothy were gonna do something, I was like, oh yeah, one thousand percent. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. But like, like, you know, granted, we did just fucking gush about our favorite director, but I'm going in there oh, with yeah. like a level headed. I'm I'm going in there with a level head. Like, I'm not gonna expect. The best movie ever made. I'm gonna Same. expect oh, a good movie. Hopefully, it's a good Same. movie. If it's not, oh well, I'll let you know. You know, but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna need to see it multiple times. I'm not gonna. Yeah. If, if I see any movie in theater, it's gonna be that movie. Like that's the next movie I'm gonna see in theater. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, I think it should be. It's like a good welcoming party. But um, but yeah, I mean, sorry, Nolan. I know you were part of the conversation too, but we kind of just fucking left you out. Uh, we kind of just uh stuck with one one of them. But yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Stop calling him emotionless. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, he's a genius. Um, uh, we're geniuses for liking his movies. Yeah, I would say we're smarter. Uh, we're smarter than better than than people who don't like his movies. Yep. Um, and I think we are above them, as in mentally, physically, oh and like I think in every in every you know single possible way. No, no we're uh, just cooler than them, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, we're just cooler than you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, watch 
watch his movie. This is what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna go all all to like those hate threads on Twitter. Oh yeah. And then we're gonna post this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, just like this clip, this whole twenty to thirty minute yeah. clip of just Fuck us talking you. about the Fuck you. Yeah. We're better than you. You don't understand Denny's, film. Denny's cool, man. Stop with the hate, man. He's a he's a French Canadian uh guy that everyone loves on set. Like, why do you hate him? Just I don't know. Stop hating. I'm gonna fucking hate her, dude. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, anything else? Anything else? Want to bring up? I know we fucking just took over. I think that's tangent. that's a good good talk. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Okay. Um. Again, everyone, if you're still listening to us, uh, make sure to follow us um, yeah. on the socials at Think Movie Show on Twitter and at Think Movie Show on Instagram. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be trying to post a lot more um, on these social media sites because you know what? You know, there's a lot of news. I want I want to start uploading this podcast to different um, websites. What do you think? Yeah, about that? dude. Let, I'm down for that. Like, so we like need, we might if if you, I I know I listen to a lot of my podcasts through like uh, YouTube or SoundCloud. So yeah, might appear on there. You know, what um, we'll do is because um, we'll probably release. What I don't know. We haven't talked about this yet, but hopefully soon in the future, or maybe even not, we can start doing like video, or like they can see us for these clips. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sure. And that would be dope. That would be dope to post clips like. Either on Twitter or like on YouTube, just post the clips, like post certain things, and like you can listen to us fully, like here or whatever. Um, but I'm totally down, man, because like you said, YouTube is a huge place that I listen to podcasts too, and uh, I think yeah, SoundCloud as well. Like we we should start posting everywhere too. But like we said, follow us on the socials, please. Ask us questions, man. We're we're you know we're eager to listen to what you have to say and what you're what you want to ask and so if you uh want to uh reach us uh you can do so Listen. at thinkmovieshow at gmail.com you can send us questions at our send us email questions, send us hate mail do it all or even send us ideas for topics like if you uh if you want to if you love spielberg and you want us to talk about you know spielberg so spielberg for filmography or a singular movie, let us know. We yeah. we want to hear you. Let us know. We love when people interact with us. Like we're, it literally makes our, like, our heart melt. Like when when we hear like messages of like, oh, I saw this movie. Like I forgot what it was. This 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 one girl tweeted at us. Like oh, I think it was with the lobster, and it's like, oh yeah, I saw that lobster, and it's like, oh my god, we got some interaction on social media. That's so awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, like we're waiting. We're uh, waiting for you. Listen, so, we, uh, I'm serious about this. So we have to go to those hate threads. Of Dylan, oh yeah, of Denis. Listen, Denis. We might, we might just post their, <laughs> like you know how people post their SoundCloud link in like a rapper's, like oh yeah, on Twitter. It's just like yo, listen to my shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, we, we should just do that. Do that I'm on those hate threads. It's just like yo, listen to this podcast about Denis and how much we fucking love him. Okay, love him. Yeah, <laughs> this like. Everything you've said in this thread is completely wrong, and we'll show you in this. Yeah, facts uh, and logic to prove it. Okay, okay. Yeah, facts. No, all facts, no feelings. Like we personally don't feel that he's the best. We, it's a fact that he's. Yep. So, so 
again, you can follow me at Frank Lopez underscore 14 on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm at Cisco Lopez underscore 14. I might change it to Cisco on Twitter. Ooh. I don't know. Just trying to keep consistency. But Do it. I don't know. Cisco is like a like a good change of pace. It's like the second half of my name, not the first half. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's 2021. I want to do something different. And do so it. follow me on those socials. Brian, where can they find you? You can find me at Prado on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. And as always... You know, we already said this, but please interact with us. Please. Um, we want the content. We love when, when uh, people uh, retweet us and share our podcast. If you want to find out where you can listen, visit our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash thinkmovieshow. And um, as always, we will try to be consistent and post more. Um, and uh, that's literally just up to us. And um yeah not for us being lazy but but yeah so we're excited um we're gonna start posting a lot more social media end of the show and so uh that is it for this episode that's it um and uh we'll see you guys later later guys bye